Hello, beautiful. Yes, you. I'm so glad you found your way here because here you will discover that no matter your past, regrets, failures, perceived flaws, or even physical appearance, you are beautiful because true beauty is found in your wholeness, the acknowledgement of the sum of all you've experienced and all you are. Even if that means some days you can set the world on fire and other days barely get out of bed. Part-time rock star, part-time hot mess. Yes, there's beauty in that too. I'm Carol, and I'm here to bring you insight and new perspectives that will help you assemble all of the pieces of you and your experiences in a way that sets you free to laugh more, tap into your creativity, fulfill your dreams, and inspire the next person to do the same. Are you with me? Good, because I am with you. Okay, so I am um, so happy and so grateful to bring someone to you who I just dearly, I've never met her in person, although I'm quite sure I will, um, who I dearly adore, love, admire, and respect so much. Her book, Feminine Genius, The Provocative Path to Waking Up and Turning on the Wisdom of Being a Woman, has completely changed me. It has completely changed me for the better and and help me grow and overcome some challenges and some serious uh, self-doubt. Um, I am a better woman because of Liana Silver. And it's just such an honor, Liana, to have you. Welcome to Hello Beautiful. Oh, what a beautiful intro. I'm so happy to be here with you. Oh, I love it. And you, you just inspired me in so many ways. So Liana, if you're not quite familiar with her, get familiar with her. I refer your book so many times. People are probably tired of hearing it. She is a coach, a teacher, and speaker who helps women find the full expression of their feminine strength in work, love, and life. Her offerings include her mentorship program, Woman, the Embodiment Experience, and her online courses, Ignite Your Feminine Genius. And now she has a new one called, is it Feminine Genius at Work, Liana? Exactly. Okay. She also dances, paints, and makes home with her husband and son. Her website is lianasilver.com. We'll make sure we repeat that again at the end. Um, and she's absolutely beautiful inside and out. So Liana, um, I would love for you, if you could take a minute first to, for anybody who's listening to kind of give them the backstory of what made you want to write Feminine Genius. It's such a powerful book. I know it was a tremendous amount of work and so much love went into it, but what was your, your impetus to make you want to write this book? Well, I love books and believe in books tremendously, even though they're not always the most lucrative thing or, you yeah, know, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I know, you know, so for me, I, I come from a background of dance uh, So I was a professional dancer for 10 plus years in the United States and abroad. And that training uh, is, 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 is very akin to the training that a young woman receives to become a woman. Oh, and I know you have air quotes right now when you're saying training. <laughs> yeah, right. We learn either from our families or from culture or from media, indirectly or directly, we learn that uh, who we are is not enough or it's too much. And we're supposed to be mm. thin and pretty and pleasing and tough at the same time. And so what we do is I say that we, we establish a war with ourselves. Mm. We are trying to overcome or bury or cut out certain parts of ourselves that we think are unacceptable, that culture tells yep. us are not, not okay. Yep. So we certainly do that in the dance world and certainly in the world. And um, this manifested for me. I was extremely regimented. I was valedictorian. I got into 10 uh, Ivy League colleges. Um, 
for elite colleges. I was anorexic for a certain amount of time. Mm. And fast forward a little bit as I was transitioning out of my dance career, one of my mentors in coaching during a training said to me, as I described the being at war with myself, he said, when you're at war with yourself and you win, who loses? Yep. And it, wow. yeah, it really stopped me in my tracks. And, and I realized two things. And these two things really are the impetus for the book, which is that for those of us who are waging a war, we want a part of ourselves to lose. We do. We're excited to find the right scalpel to cut those parts out to finally be acceptable. And I recognized that violent urge toward myself. And then I thought, I don't, I, I like put down the weapons in that moment. And I thought, right, actually you can't take something out or kill a part of yourself or damage a part of yourself without damaging the whole. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to stop the war and be whole. Now, the parts of myself I was warring against, I call feminine genius. This is not the case for everybody, but for most of us as individuals and as culture, as world and culture at large, we fear our intuition. We fear our feelings. We fear our bodies with our desires and our wants and our strong opinions. We're taught to fear the parts of us that feel deeply and connect to other people rather than, you know, kind of dominate over them. So I realized the parts of myself that I was warring against were not weak, were not liabilities. Actually, they were strengths. And And wisdom and sources of intense wisdom, right? Intense wisdom. If we have time, I'll tell you a story about intuition. Yes. So this, I've just seen over and over with my clients, what happens when they realize that what they thought they were going to get by cutting out part of themselves that they actually get by including those parts of themselves is so inspiring. Yes. So that's part of why I wrote the book. And this is one of the, the major wake-up calls for me after reading Feminine Genius and, um, and, and is a lot of what I write about in, in my most recent book, Hello Beautiful, mm. and because I want women, and this is one of the reasons I'm so excited to have you on the podcast, is I want women to realize that the most beautiful and the most powerful version of them is the whole one all of it. And, and you were the turning point to help me see that. And I think um, my take, I think you'll probably agree with me, is that when we shun aspects of ourselves or we don't trust aspects of ourselves, and again, our intuition to me, I, I say hear that first because your brain can be a jerk. So listen to your intuition and <laughs> trust that. But when we shun aspects of ourselves, or I think even our, and we're going to get into this about the negative emotions and we try to deny that. I think that is a primary source of us not feeling like enough because we agree. are cutting off parts of ourselves. Well, and I know you, you speak of this so beautifully and eloquently in your book um, about the fact that, is that okay if I say something? Am I spo- is this a spoiler alert for your no, book? No, you can say okay. it. No, go ahead. Um, no, which is, which is, you speak about it very well, which is that, um, it is our avoidance of especially darker negative emotions that can really keep us in the cycle of avoiding parts of ourselves and feeling so unhappy. We're trying to avoid unhappiness, but that makes us unhappy. Liana, I did that like grand style. That's exactly what I did. I felt like, and I did some, you know, a lot of self-discovery and, <laughs> um, and figured things out, but 
I felt like I was supposed to be this happy person. I mean, I talk about happiness, I promote happiness is what I'm all about. So anytime um, sadness would kind of want to show up, I'd be like, no, 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 no. And I would resist it and think I was failing if I felt it. And what, lo and behold, I amplified the sadness and prolonged it <laughs> by trying to avoid it instead of which I now, and you're one of the key people again, who helped me learn this of sitting with it mm-hmm. and not being afraid of and giving myself space and permission to feel that and communicate with it. Right. This is a, so much of what feminine genius is about. Right. Absolutely. So Carl Jung said this amazing quote, which says what you resist Persist. Persist, yeah. And that's a really nice thing you can write on your wall in a, you know, sparkly decal, but but it's no (laughs) joke, right? So if you don't resist the sadness or you don't resist the rage, then yes, you have to sit with it as though you were sitting with a friend at a tea shop and sit there and have a conversation, actually feel it and not run away. And this I call the super ninja black belt level human <laughs> skill of every, you know, I do. It's not, it's, it's not, you get something to learn. And I think it is the thing, it's the root of all of our suffering. I absolutely believe that as we can learn to be with the things we usually resist, there is, there is peace, there is empathy, there is wholeness, there is confidence. Yes. Yes. It's all the good stuff is right through the eye of the needle of these things that scare the pants off us. And it's so counterintuitive to say that, okay, if I give myself space and permission to feel the anger, to feel, you know, just be healthy about how you express it. Don't be a jerk about it, um, to, especially to other people if you can avoid it or, you know, to allow yourself to cry if you feel like it um, rather than judging it. Um, it moves through you so much faster. And I think you become wiser as a result of it. So uh, someone said to me, and I, I've, I believe this, that the lifespan of an emotion is about two minutes. And it might be a little bit longer if it's a couple of emotions or if you start to feel it and then you back up and it, so the cycle starts again. So between two and 20 minutes. And I remember mm. one time I, I was feeling uh, in a conversation and I felt just intense shame, which I think is probably locked in with a lot of things that, that we don't want to feel. And I, th- I remember that and I thought, okay, I'm going to go in the other room and I'm going to just see, like I can, I can stand it for two or 20 minutes. I'll just do it and I'll see. And I'm pretty sure it was up before the two minute mark. So I taught myself, okay, it ends. Okay. I survived mm-hmm. because we do think we're going to be overcome and, and annihilated by our feelings. So I want to acknowledge the courage it takes to go into the other room, give yourself two to 20 minutes or to say, Liana and Carol told me I won't die. I'm going to trust them. <laughs> I'm going to go for it. And I, I, and I think that there's, there's, as we, we keep saying that there's knowledge, there's wisdom. And one of these negative emotions come up. Um, I don't believe that whatever the forces or the higher power, whatever you believe in, whatever form that takes for you is fine. But whatever created us or the, the wisdom of mother nature would not have given us all of the negative emotions, if they didn't somehow serve us, they have to serve us in a positive way. We just need to embrace that. Well, I think that mindset is crucial to just a, a peace with yourself, a good friendship with yourself is that there, it, there must be some wisdom, even here in this anger, even in this um, judgment, even in this unhappiness. 
And so for my equivalent of sadness, you know, I know that you speak very eloquently about avoiding sadness. So I've just, sadness I'm cool with, anger, however, right? So I have just spent a lifetime honing, I don't even detect anger. Um, And I've been teaching myself how to work with it. So just as an example, each emotion comes with a core message for you. No, right. It's different for every person. So I'm just want to give a guideline. Um, and that's where the conversation with the emotion or the dialogue with it, but just to point you in the right direction, the core message of anger. So there's, there's two things about emotions. There is the feeling of the feeling. There is the physiological, how it feels in your body. Does it feel tight? Does it feel hot? Does it feel contracted, expansive? So there's the feeling, the sensation, and then there's the message. And they're separate, so we kind of have to work with them in those two ways. But the message of anger is fabulous. Message Mm -hmm. of anger is, right? So anger comes up and it's like, gets big and in your face and says, something Mm -hmm. that you value feels threatened right now. Mm -hmm. And once I heard that and I thought, okay, well, here I am. What is it that I value that I would get my hackles up and and feel like I need to protect? I mean, it might be threatened or it might not, but what it does is it points you toward what what you value, what is precious. And almost always that is a part of you that just got stepped on or a part of you that you didn't let speak. Sometimes it absolutely is about an injustice you see or you actually are angry at another person for something they did or gaslighting you or whatever. Absolutely. But I'm going to say over 50%, it's pointing you to a place that you just were waging the war with yourself and say, no, I, this part of me is precious. I need to protect it. And I can embrace anger at this point. It's helping you set healthy boundaries. Absolutely. Because it's helping to point you to really identify what matters to you, what's really important to you. I I have um, a little bit of a story I want to share with you on this this topic. Um, And I posted about it on social media a couple weeks ago. I had someone in my house doing work for me and um, who ended up stealing something. And it's it's a a foreign experience for me, number one. It just, I, I don't know, maybe... It just doesn't happen to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I felt violated and I was angry. And the new me, in large part, thanks to Liana Silver, mm-hmm. um, just gave myself that day to feel that. And I wasn't judging the negative feelings. I just allowed them to be there. I just gave myself that day to be like, it's okay to feel what I'm feeling. And Liana, I swear to God, the next day I was completely free of it. Mm. I'm not thrilled what, what got taken from me, but it had no more emotional. It wasn't hanging over my shoulder. I was done with it. Yes. It was just amazing. So, I mean, this is really important. This is another motivator for feeling our feelings when they're happening fully, because otherwise what happens is that life cycle of that emotion cannot complete. So it starts to loop. So a loop in our minds, a loop in our bodies, makes us physically sick, you know, like it, it, it's, it, we want to, now I'm not saying that we always cause our illnesses. We live in a very toxic world in terms mm-hmm. of chemicals, et cetera, but um, it's a, it's a form of hygiene, right? It's a form oh, of It's a great way to put it, right? Yeah. So I just love that you gave yourself permission and it completed because then who gets to stop suffering? You. 
you get peace and you get some clarity, right? Right. And those emotions need to complete their cycle. And if you just keep bashing them down, you keep judging and then you amplify because you have the negative emotion to begin with. And then you put your negative judgment on top of it that it shouldn't exist. You shouldn't feel that way. Right. <laughs> and then you make the whole thing. Oh, we're so good at that, aren't we? Um, I'd like to read something from um, from your book, Feminine Genius. Please. I see this time and time again, each emotion that is befriended, engaged with, bathed with curiosity, and then fully felt, likes to leave in its wake a side effect of self-esteem and wholeness. It's so beautiful because everything, this, this, this podcast is all about, I want women to feel better about who they are mm. right now so that they have more clarity and wisdom as to how to take themselves to the places that they want to go or the things they want to be or accomplish or do. Um, I want women to feel better about themselves. And this is such a key element is to allow ourselves to feel these emotions. Don't be afraid of them. And then as you do that, as you said in the the quote I just read, you feel more whole and you feel Mm. more confident each time you do it. Mm. Mm. I know we're heading probably toward the end, but I'll just follow that up by saying, I, I think of, emotions, tough, tough emotions, negative emotions, intense emotions, a little bit like tough love allies, right? So you're, the last thing you want to do is look them in the face. And when we do, when we turn toward them and engage with them, it's like we have to, if we don't resist, we have to find something within ourselves that gets us engaging with the emotion and gets us through that experience. And that thing that we find in ourselves is a pearl it like Mm. that right we just discovered something in ourselves that brings more wholeness we discovered something that allows us to feel more confident and more loving toward ourselves and i think that's the whole point i think that's what well one of the points why negative emotions come they're like all right i'm gonna test you girl (laughs) because i know if you pass the test you're gonna come out with a gem you're gonna get that pearl and collect those pearls. Mm-hmm. I love it. I want to read another quote here. We have another minute or two. Um, um, or more if we need it. You know, um, it, In our shadow, that dark underworld of our psyche that holds all we have disowned, aren't ready to see, cannot yet feel, or refuse to look at, nestles a seed germinating a new part of ourselves. You are such a beautiful writer, oh, Leon. It just, it's, I mean, it's not just the content, because your content is powerful, but your, your delivery is just so beautiful we can we can feel how much you want to help us through your writing it's just amazing Mm, thank you I really do yeah I really want some of the same things you do just there is oh wow if women are less preoccupied with hating on ourselves and then what if we're more attuned to what is asking to come through us into our families into the world into our communities like that we need that so sorely we do. And, and this is, this is what drives your work. This is, I know what drives my work is taking what we have learned, what we have experienced our own challenges and finding a way to share what we have learned in a way that helps women not only feel better about who they are, learn how to communicate with themselves, the most wi- the wisest part of themselves mm-hmm. so they can then do what they came here to do. 100%. Mm-hmm. We're here for a reason. We all have unique gifts and talents and purposes. And when we stop worrying with ourselves, when we can learn how to show up whole and real and authentic, you're then going to figure out why you're here and bring that forth into the world. And we need to, we need to help each other do that. Mm, 
Yeah. Well said. Oh my goodness. I could talk to you all day. Leona. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, mm. Okay. So are there any other key, uh, there's so much in your book. Um, any other key messages you wanted to get across before we wrap up here? Well, let's say this. Um, let's just do a little counterpoint because I can be serious and kind of like talk about the dark stuff all day. Cause uh, I think it's really rich and really, really important. <laughs> and most people don't go there, you know, but I will say that. Um, so there is this, but you know, there's just stuff that you like and you want, and that brings you, that is enlivening and brings you more alive and probably somewhere in your girlhood not you, but I'm speaking to everybody. Sure. Yeah. Was probably said, no, that's wrong. That's shameful. You can't go there, right? Like you reached out for something that was uniquely you, that your body loved, and someone slapped your hand. And we learn, oh, it's not safe to want what I want. Oh, I am, you know, too big. Or I had a client who, whose mother kept calling her lascivious, you know. She was like four, five. And um, the, the, wants and desires and needs and the things that you are drawn to are just to like bring you more life force. And so I find this is a really wonderful thing too, because we have villainized what we want. We think, oh, but what I want is the entire chocolate cake and then I'm going to get out of shape and have no energy. What I want is to sleep with everything that moves and that doesn't match with my morality. And um, so it's a process of retrusting what our bodies want and are naturally drawn toward because it is always a part of what we're here to do. It's always a part of what brings us more alive and it absolutely is in line with a, with our value system. And in fact, it is the burying of what we, we naturally mm. desire that oh creates the confusion, right? So it's not actually the desire. It is the cage we put around it. It's not the desire, the want, it's the burying of it. And so you know, I want women to feel so alive, you know, because you should feel alive. And because when you feel that way, you're much going to be much more able to hear your intuitive guidance as well. So um, to trust yeah. what you want and move towards what you want and honor what it is that you want, what makes you happy, what brings you joy, what makes you feel alive. That, the, therein lies clues so your pain is like the portal you know there, there's wisdom right. there's things you're going to gain there but also the the nuggets of joy the things that make you feel like you come alive um follow that listen to that because that's going to take you on on the path as well and i think especially women i think it's more difficult for us because there's a lot of conditioning as we're as we're being raised that we are our best selves as women when we sacrifice Mm -hmm. And put everyone else first. And I, for one second, will not suggest we don't want to do for people we love. Of course we do. Um, but in addition, I think we are serving those we love and serving our purpose when we do follow our joy and we do follow the things that we want. Well said. Just well said. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I love you, yeah. Liana. Um, okay. So your website is Liana as L-I-Y-A-N-I silver.com. Your book, Feminine Genius, The Provocative Path to Waking Up and Turning on the Wisdom of Being a Woman is available on amazon.com. Um, the courses you have, the online courses you have right now, you want to just uh, give the names of those again? Yeah, absolutely. So Feminine Genius at Work, you can go to lianasilver.com slash work and it'll tell you a little bit more about it. 
Um, so this is essentially taking the principle, like all the things about mm-hmm. intuition and, and joy in your body and how, you know, feelings, et cetera, and applying them to life and to work. So bringing that wholeness into, uh, into not only self introspection and, and, and inner wholeness, but what you're contributing to the world. I love it. I love uh, everything that you stand for. Oh, your, your other courses. Yep. Go ahead. Oh, well, you know, I haven't been able to do, I have a mentorship program that I haven't done for three years in a row because of book writing and other stuff, but I am bringing that back in the fall, which you mentioned at the top of the hour or top of the top of the chat, <laughs> uh, which is called the embodiment experience. And that's a real deep dive into everything to do with bodies and feminine beings. Um, and then we work pretty intimately and, and uh, immersively. And then are you still coaching one-on-one? Are you doing? I still am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. I'm sure worth every bit of the time and, and money, no doubt about it. Um, Liana, I am so grateful for you. I am so grateful that you have found your way through your dark times and will continue mm. to have those and go through them and find your way through and that you share yourself with us in the way that you do. You are, you are making a difference. Mm. Thank you. I feel just ready to, you know, get back on the horse and keep doing what I'm doing from this conversation. Thank you so much. All right, Liana, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me here on uh, Hello Beautiful. Mm, Thanks for the opportunity. All right. Take care. Be well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Thank you for joining us for this episode. I hope you took away some new knowledge or maybe a new way of seeing something that has helped you feel better about yourself, inspired you, and maybe even sparked some clarity of direction and excitement. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give it a review. And make sure you subscribe so you stay connected to me and the truth of you. I love you for showing up today. Catch you next time.